Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. It's the most with the coast from the boast. Young Geddes. What it do, what it do. Wow. I just got done watching a movie. The Phase 5 beginning. Let's go back. Welcome back. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. I'm going to do my best today not to spoil the movie, but knowing me, I'm probably going to spoil it. Uh, I just, wow, just, wow, that's all I can say. I'm going to break down these characters. Like I said, I'm not going to go too deep into this plot because if you watch the trailer, it kind of really just explains everything. Um, The Ant-Man family finds themselves exploring the quantum realm, interaction with strange new creatures, and embarking a new adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they have thought was possible. That's a little bio off letterbox. Uh, another thing about this letterbox, I'm just gonna you know, normally I save it to the end, but I'm just gonna give you my just not the rating of what I rated it, but where it is in the MCU. I just saw um Ron, I think Ron Tomatoes. Right now, this is the one of the worst-rated movies on there. Even though it's been out for by critics, it's been out for you no know, two days. Technically, uh, the ratings are 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 bad. But if I if you if you go follow your boy on Letterboxd, you already know I have this movie damn, in my top ten, number seven. Uh, again, I'm gonna break it down my my top ten movies. Uh, starting in one, Spider-Man: No Way Home, Doctor Strange: Mad- um, Multiverse of Madness, three, um, Eternals, four, Werewolf by Night, Endgame, Ant-Man, the first one, and then number seven, Ant-Man in the Qu- Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. If if I could just start off by saying Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, let's just make it Ant-Man and Ant-Man: Quantum Mania. We don't need the Wasp. The Wasp was number two. Cool. But in this movie, we'll break down character to character. We'll start with the one and only. Hold on. Let me just pull up my little thing. Wasp, a.k.a. Hope. She technically didn't do Jack Diggity in this movie. She was just there. Cool. We're going past that now. What do you call it? Paul Rudd, Scott Lang, slash Ant-Man. Genius, genius. He's funny. Uh, if you if you go back to the other two movies, it's very like heisty. It's a heist movie, you know what I'm saying? But um, in this movie, he really builds character and finally doing something bigger than just trying to steal something. You know, my bedtime went off. This movie is just like damn near Spider Man. I'm not Spider. Oh. That's Spider-Man. Like it's like I hear people call comparing it to uh, Star Wars. I wouldn't say Star Wars, but this movie has crazy creatures. You feel like they're aliens, but technically they're not. They're just in a place where time doesn't exist. Uh, if we go back to um, the big blame of this movie, Cassie Cassie Lang. I don't know her, um, you know, her alias because she does have a costume. I think she just goes by Cassidy. But what it's whatever. She is the, the major problem of this movie. Um, in all three Ant-Mans, they use obviously a different character for her. Uh, 
I did like her. I enjoyed her. I like the chemistry she had with uh, Paul Rudd. People are hating on that. I don't. I I get it. Just because they wanted the OG actor from um, Avengers Endgame, but uh, I thought she was good in this movie. Um, Michael Douglas, aka your boy um, Doctor Hank Pin. He's old, Brad, but um, he pretty much saves the movie at towards the end. Uh, I love how he is just like throughout the movie, just like he, he has his earpiece, pretty much talking to his aunts. But when they go to the quantum, you know, the quantum world or whatever you want to call it, he's like, it's like staticky. And basically, his aunts are in training to defeat your boy Kang. You know what I mean? Towards the end of the movie, spoilers. Um, out of the Ant Man family, obviously. Um, Jenna Van Dyke is Dyne is the one who pretty much carries this movie. I did hate how she kept that little secret throughout the whole movie, but you know, she you know she like if you have if you have a past and you just don't want to talk about it, you don't want to talk about it, and you find you find out like she's like when she's in the quantum world, she did a lot of bad things, but it's really not her fault. You know, she's just trying to get out of there, so she had to do what she had to do. Bill Murray in the movie known as Lord. Krylard, Krylard, I, I, I can care less who she, he is, but um, yeah, he can, he, he could have just not been in this movie, and they would have um, saved a few, few bucks on this movie. Uh, who else in the movie? Oh yeah, you got your four, your, your boy Darren in this movie, aka Modok. Yeah, him and him and um, Paul Rudd going back and forth. That was hilarious. I, I did chuckle a few times. Um, I will say, before I actually watched this movie, I was, like, totally, like, not in the mood. I'm like, my boy D flaked on me, shout out to D, you already know who you are, top floor. He flaked on me, but, you know, I'm not gonna say too much about that. But going into it, the one who carried the goddamn movie, Jonathan Major, the fucking goat, he is freaking a hunk. I'm sorry, he's a hunk. Your boy Jonathan Majors. Uh, Great Kang. I would say, like, in this movie, um, you, you discover that he's pretty much trapped uh, all the Kangs in the multi-universe or all over everywhere. Realize this guy is a bad dude, so they trapped him in this, you know, quantum realm. And uh, his, his main goal is to break out, and that's pretty much the movie. Um, when he finds out that the Ant family, you know, came back into it, he needs... They're, you know, pin particles to make his little fucking energy ball fucking work. So that's pretty much that in that movie, in this movie. I'm just trying to get his, his... He's just trying to leave and fucking conquer the world. And he did promise that, you know, in the past that he wouldn't destroy, you know, their universe. But as we can tell in this movie, he's a freaking pathological liar. Um, when he asked for Ant-Man's help and Ant-Man actually did help him, but he, you know didn't save his daughter, so that's why, like, shit hit, hit the left fan, left the left side of the fan, I don't know, you already know, anyways, uh, Modoc, another thing going back to Modoc, he is double-cheeked up on a Friday night, god, that shit was hella funny, uh, before we continue, I am gonna, um, we're, you know, we're gonna take a little time out break and, um, go to commercial, so let's go to commercial,
All right. You see what I just did there? A little commercial break. That was pretty funny. Um, but anyway, let's get back into it. Um, the movie pretty much starts off with, you know, Aunt, or Paul Rudd. You know, he just, he just got done finished saving the world. So he's just like living his best life, not doing anything crazy. Just using the suit as just like a gimmick thing. Uh, everybody else is doing shit, you know what I mean? His daughter is, like, you know, trying to change the world. An activist, shout out. Trying to um, help, you know, homeless and, you know, deforestation. You know, shit like that. And um, his get his bae, his GF, his girlfriend, is just, you know, making that big bucks. While, you know, Hope's parents are just big chilling, inventing crap, doing crap like that. But it kind of starts off, and then, um, obviously, oh, god dang it, I'm back to spoiling the movie, but, uh, okay, I won't say too much, I won't say too much about it, but, you know, if you see the trailer, it's like, god, they, they, the trailer pretty much spoils the movie, they go, you know, they, get, they go to Quantum World because of, you know, Cat, Cassidy, which is, it's her freaking fault for, you know, I get it, you know, you want to make a difference, you want to study this world, this humongous world, but guess what, you really can't. Another thing in this movie, I did have some, you know, eh, was, um, it does, like, I've heard people say this on Twitter, podcasts, it does kind of look like they're just in a big, you know, green screen, blue screen, whatever you want to call it, throughout the whole movie, which I didn't really mind that, but it, you know, especially if you're watching it in, like, once I, once I, this movie comes out on Disney+, Plus, it's gonna be lit, but anyways, I am going to end this um, little review uh, pretty soon. I do want to comment that, like like I said earlier, Dr. Hank is the one who pretty much saves them. I wish that, um, honestly, like, the way, uh, what's his name, Kang the Conqueror's like, he basically, you think that he's doing magic, but he honestly, is, it's all, he's a scientist, it's all about his tech. So he really puts that forward, and he's just kicks ass, but then all of a sudden, you know, Hank's, you know, little ants, they're stuck in the quantum world, too, but instead of going to where they're at, they go into a different dimension where they that time is different, so they've spent thousands and thousands of years there developing and growing and becoming hella smart, and they end up, you know, defeating Kang, is what it is. There is, like, the quantum people, I mean, I don't want to get into them too much because, like, I don't really care for them. They look cool. There's a guy, Quartz, who can read mo- read minds. Um, there's another guy I don't even know that, um, like, if, if you drink his blood or drink whatever he has, he can, like, you can understand every, what everybody's saying. Like, there, there's, a, like, a universal language that they, he had. But besides that, this is a must-watch if you're really trying to be with the MCU People, like I said, the, the rating on it, on it is not that great, but I, like I said, I have my thoughts on why it's not that great. People are burnt out on, you know, superhero movies, you know what I mean? There's DC, there's uh, the Sony Universe, there's this, and um, if you don't, if you miss something, it's like, you know, it's like doing homework all the time, you know, we have to watch all the shows, watch all the movies, it's, it can really burn, burn you out, but I honestly enjoyed it. Um, lately, actually, in my, my days off, I've been watching a lot of comic books, like, the, like, on YouTube, like, people watching, like, not people watching, but people going, doing, like, 
um, like basically buying comic books, and I, I want to get into that again. But I was little, I used to collect comic books, but um, I don't know what the fuck happened to all that. I do want to get it back into it, but then I just kind of looked at it and I'm like, mm, kind of an expensive hobby to do. But anyways, I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, let's look at the um, Ron Tomato score. Like I said, at this moment, it's the worst MCU project that's out there it has a 48 by critics. Audience, this is me. This is the audience. 84% on Rotten Tomato. 48 critics, 84 audience. I freaking enjoyed this movie. I gave this shit a 4 to 5 on my letterbox. And um, again, thanks again for listening. Um, like I said, just a little quick little little um, pod. Little pod. Um, I normally do my podcast either Wednesday and Thursdays, but um, I wanted to watch this movie. It, was, it would have been sooner if someone would have came with me. Shout out to you, Top Floor Door, but it's all good. If you want to watch it again, uh, watch it. Your boy is down to watch it again. But I really don't want to ruin it for me. But cause, like that's what I did last year. It was like if I liked the movie, I rewatched it, and I don't want to overdo it. But um, yeah, next time if if you, boy, if you're listening to this, dude, if if you want to watch this, I will. Down, I'll be down to watch it. But if you don't, I'm waiting till freaking what do you call it? Till it hits Disney Plus. All right, y'all. Thanks for the listen. Bye, Zers.